Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Sand Talk, the beach soccer podcast. With thanks to Beach Soccer Worldwide's partners, Puma, Iconic, Real Fever, United Nations Alliance for Civilizations, and Genius. Thank you all for believing in the sport. Welcome to Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast. I'm Mark Pendergast, and fresh for 2023, just a, a bit of a change in format for us. We're going to have a guest host here each month. More about that in a second. But to round up the big news stories in beach soccer in the last couple of weeks, the America's Winners' Cup that gets underway in El Salvador. We'll have a full report on that in the next Beach Soccer podcast, but it's the first time we've had a Club Americas tournament featuring teams from as far away as Canada to Brazil. FIFA have launched their Beach Soccer training section on the website and the club rankings have been updated. And the top three in the men's competition see Braga top, Real Munster rising to number two and Cristal in third position. For the women's... It's Teresa number one, Lady Grembach, similar to Real Munster, a huge riser in the rankings, and San Javier of Spain in the third position. We'll discuss the reasons why Real Munster and Lady Grembach have risen so high in the rankings so quickly. But first up, to introduce our co-host for this month, he's been playing beach soccer for 18 years now. He's played all across Europe and in many an international tournament for England. And his finest moment came last November in Neon. Overall, I shouted his name seven times as he was joint top scorer in the tournament. And when people are scoring that many, you have to get creative about how you describe them. What time is it? Well, it's Mitch Daytime. How are you, Mitch? I'm good, thank you, mate. Thank you for having me. No problem. Now, I'm going to say to you, life begins at 40 because those seven goals you scored in Neon, joint top scorer as a 40-year-old, it gives us all hope, me especially as I'm well into my 40s now. Yeah, yeah. obviously, proud of that achievement. It's one of those things that I noticed. I was, I was there with you and I was, I was speaking to you during the daytimes before you were playing. This is the number one thing in sport. It's all about confidence. You scored a couple of good ones to start with and you could just, I could just see that smile getting bigger and bigger when the camera went yeah. on to you and scored. You just had so much belief in that tournament, didn't you? Yeah, you're right. It is. It's, it's a thing, isn't it, with sport especially. 
But as soon as, you know, on day one, the goal went in against Paraguay early, that bike, that scored a bicycle kick quite early on in the game against Paraguay. And as soon as you've got one in, you're, you're you know, you're just lifted. And then, you know, it's then it's just, just trusting. I'm, I mean, fortunate enough to have so much experience as well. It's kind of just trusting what I've learned and what I know. And it comes from playing alongside, you know, unbelievable players for so many times. Like the amount of time I spent playing with Dejan Stankovic when I played in Switzerland for quite a few seasons. Watching him just score loads of goals constantly. I learned so much that it makes it so much easier in my mind. Once my confidence is up and I'm in the right position, I just know that, you know, get your shots off. You're going to score. If you don't shoot, you don't score. So firing them off and then trusting your ability and trusting the work you've done, really. And yeah, confidence was flying and I just knew every time I had the ball I thought there's a good chance we're going to do something here which is which is a great place to be because you don't always feel like that <laughs> well that's the key isn't it you once it went in that first overhead kick I, I could just see you, you you were lifted and then you, you'll try things mm. won't you probably you would you'd be more reticent if you if you hadn't scored that first goal and then the entire tournament changes the dynamic of your performance changes yeah Absolutely, especially where where it was a bicycle kick as well. Because when you flick the ball up under some pressure from from a top defender, if that flick's not perfect, or you end up sort of scuffing it, or having to take a few touches and you don't get your bike off next next time the ball comes in, I might not try to flick it and get a bike off. Or you know, so the fact that it all you know, I mean, it, again, it comes down to repetition and trusting. But yeah, exactly that. It's just, as soon as that first one went in, and we were in that game as well, like it really kept us in in the running. Yeah. It was like right, let's let's go. I'm fit. Um, doesn't matter. My age doesn't matter. I can do this. Still, let's go. Life begins at forty, as I said. For England beach soccer, it seems to be. I got there's a stereotype, isn't it, of the Englishman by the beach that he's not particularly fit, likes to lie down by the beach. You've got to be horizontal if there's some sand involved. But this England team that you're involved with, I have never yeah. seen a fitter bunch of Englishmen in the same room. It, it, it it's it's yeah. unbelievable. That is a real strength of yours, isn't it? You know, I, I'm happy to say this because the hard work that we've put in, but I'm not surprised that you've noticed just because it's not always been the case throughout the squad. You know, through the years, love all of my ex-teammates a bit, but they've not all been absolute athletes, as you can imagine. You know, it's just the way the way it is and the way sport can be. But right now, it's a really big thing and it's always been something that's really important to me is if you're going to play beach soccer and, you know, represent your country and play at the highest level you can possibly pay, wherever your talent takes you, you've got to have more than just talent. And, you know, as you can see, like James Temple, 38 years old, two kids shredded out of, you know, the most ripped I've ever seen him. He's, he's just getting in better and better health. Aaron doesn't stop. Aaron Clark can play every minute of every game at a high level. Scott Lawson, you know, and then the rest of the boys are there as well. Tommy Jackson's made some massive physical changes over the last few years. It's kind of like, when you've created that culture of the people who are doing the right things and having the successes are the ones that are really taking care of themselves as well. And then the results are showing, as in you're performing better, you're scoring more goals, you're winning more games, you're getting invitations to go and play for different clubs, then you're doing the right things. And when the attitude around the entire group is correct, then, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships, as they say. And that's what's going on with this current squad really is, you know, everyone's really pushing each other. I'm going to write that down. A rising tide lifts all ships. I think you, you mentioned Tommy Jackson, and it says something mm. when your goalkeeper is a supreme athlete. So I think that that's, that shows the whole success of the fitness regime amongst the, the England team. And it's just that yeah. more practice and more tournaments that you need now, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And, 
you know, TJ, Tommy will be the first to admit for, say, four years ago when he first started, he didn't take his training and his nutrition and things as seriously. And sometimes that was the culture. And it's not just with the England national team. I think it was probably a thing in clubs and not even in just in England, in other clubs and around the world at the Group B kind of level. You didn't always kind of need to or you could you could get away with it because there's not that many people playing beach soccer. Whereas now with everyone pushing and you're around the right people more often, like it just lifts, it lifts everyone. And it just shows it's, I'm not this isn't about past or present or anything like that. It's just it's just I think it's a byproduct of spending the right amount of time around the right people with the right on the right mission together and the right kind of team environment. And, you know. Here we go. That kind. That's kind of how it. How it's panning out. It's just a. I think a natural thing. You know what it's like when you spend your time around positive people who are doing things. You feel a bit more positive. Whereas if you're around some others, and this has got nothing to do again, like I say, with even our past and present England teams or anything like that. But it stands out if someone's a negative person. Someone that you, you know, they need to. They need to be around more positive people to change how they're thinking. And I think in team sports, there's probably not a lot that's more important than that. Yeah, well, you're the sum of the five people that are closest to you, so perfect for beach soccer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, exactly, yeah. In terms of, obviously, the the men's team, you've you've started, I think things are clicking into place for you, but the women's team have been absolutely fantastic, and it is brilliant news that, once again, an England team qualifies for the tournament, but they don't represent as England, they represent as Great Britain, Mm -hmm. because I know when I spoke to them in in Neon, they were a little bit worried that maybe they wouldn't get the go-ahead from the British Olympic Committee, but they've got that go-ahead, and I always thought they would, because they won medals last time, and there's nothing the Olympic Committee like better than medals. Do you think they could go one step further this time? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I spoke to Steve Black last night, actually. I'm flirting with him just to see if I can get a little invite. If they need someone to come and clean their boots or something like that, (laughs) then I'll be there. Mitch, you're going down the wrong avenue. That's, yeah, exactly. that's one thing you definitely don't need in beach soccer is someone to clean the boots. No, definitely not. Or fold know, the socks. Don't, don't offer to fold the socks either. That's not, that's not really needed. No, no, I'd be a great water, ball, water boy. But yeah, like, so proud of what the girls are doing. They're so good. They're such a great team. They're a great unit. They've been brilliant since they started, I think. I think they've been world... There's, you know, quite a few of the girls are world class. You know, and again, it's team environment. They had a brilliant situation way before with Perry was involved and now Steve's there and I think it must just create the right balance and from what I know from talking with the girls and that those bits of time that we've spent around them you know that they seem like a great group very quickly a lot of the girls were playing in club teams around the world around Europe getting invitations which ain't a surprise when you're at the very top and yeah they got the go-ahead I believe, and it's all it's all good. They're they're off to the to represent Team GB. It is different, but they're still the lionesses, and they I think they've got a great chance of winning it. Yeah, definitely. So they came so close last time. You mentioned there about club beach shock, and let's have a look at those new rankings that have just come out. And I think yeah. in the men's event, the big mm. thing is Rail Monster, German team. Yeah. Germany, not you know similar to England, not known for being a really strong international beach soccer team, but their club side are so, so good in the shape of Real Monster. And it just shows, doesn't yeah. it? A little bit of investment, a little bit of vision makes all the difference, doesn't it? It does. It does. I was in Cagliari and the World Winners playing with Bologna, who have climbed to 26 on a side note. So well done, Belly, on that one. Very, very good. But yeah, Real Monster, they've always, they've always been around and they've always had that sort of extra investment. And I know a few of the German boys really well, Anton and Joshua, they're, they're 
they're brilliant people. They they are very very good players. You know they're excellent. So they're they're a, they're a, there's a, their German players are very good, but like you say, maybe they're not recognised as such world class. But then Agieri, you know, they had B and Leo Martins, Oba from Japan, and their goalkeeper as well, I believe, was Spanish. And just watching them was different level. It was they were that was the especially with Leo and B, play, the way they played with the keeper, and obviously Oba. We had to deal with him in the playing for Japan up top. He's, he's an amazing player. But the way Leo and B Martins play, the way they move, was no surprise to me that they won. And that's it. If you've got the right vision, and they've obviously amongst the management and the main players, they've got that they've got that drive to become the best. I know Real Monster have had Brazilian players play, come and play, and diff, you know different top top world class players come and join them. But they've always got their cluster of the German lads that are part of it as well. I think that's so important as well amongst club beach soccer is you've got your unit it's always been a big thing with all the clubs I've been lucky enough to play for and then for me more, most often is being the being the foreigner that comes in you know you've got to be the right fit you've got to respect the boys that are there training week in and week out when you're not there you know and you probably they probably couldn't have selected a better variety to come and just just make sure that they won that and they were unbelievable it's the best beach soccer I've seen in a long time especially on individual performances the twins Leo and B it was frightening to watch it really it was good it was like a boost it was like i'm i'm 40 i've been around a long time but then watching the way they're playing it's like right just come home turn yourself into a bit more of a machine and move like they do and then you know we won't be staying in group b long if we all start to raise our level to to what we're capable of so you know yeah because you're looking at Braga, our first in the rankings in the men's competition. Yeah. Again, there's, there's a, there seems to be a thread here. If it begins with M and ends in Artins, uh, you're going to be pretty good, aren't you? Though, I, I think that the yeah. Twins are, they've been so good for so long. But the pro- not the problem, but I think one thing is, because they are Twins, they don't get enough credit because it's kind of split 50-50 between them, isn't it? It's not, yeah. It doesn't make them stand out alone if you had two Leo Messi's then it would slightly dilute the Leo Messi effect and, and that, that happens with them I think doesn't it yeah yeah I would I, I think so and unfairly although they're obviously very highly respected and you know they're they're two amongst many whether you'd say many Portuguese many others unbelievable players and full respect to, to to all the top players but Leo and B in particular bloody lovely guys <laughs> as well you know really great people which comes with being able to be a be a strong part of a team when you're you're not a permanent part so for them to go into Real Munster for example and I, I don't know how many times if they've played with Real Munster before but being the sort of personalities that they are as well they fit in brilliantly and with that being the twins yeah so like for example, I was playing in Serie A last year with Bologna and Leo was at Fioreggio. And you just get to see them up. When they're playing separately, they're just as amazing. <laughs> you know, they read each other on a different level. So when they play together, it's like, it doesn't matter who you are. You won't be able to read or keep up sometimes with what they're about to do because they know each other so well. And probably you could say that amongst the Braga and Portugal setups because they're just still telepathic. But yeah, even when they're separate, they're still, you know, it just shows they're world class, basically. Yeah. It's, Great to watch, great to witness. And in the female beach rankings, uh, Lady Grembach of Poland. Again, it's another one of those things where Poland not the strongest when it comes to beach soccer, even even in the female game as well. But if you get a few good players in your team, you can get that real feel. And people say, I need to play for Lady Grembach, get high in the rankings. It makes all the difference, doesn't it? Yeah, huge. They had a few of the Brazilian girls when we were out in, in the World Winners. And again, it, it's... 
it's a really it seems like a repetitive theme but it's probably what makes it obvious is not that I played for Grembach because <laughs> that seems to be a bit of a theme that's coming up as well but obviously I didn't play for Lady Grembach but my point being is that that beach soccer incredible people and so it's very easy for them to build great relationships and bring in the right people because they're good people and yeah it's the same thing they've got this mission and this drive to, to create you know a top top level beach so- club beach soccer team which they've done continuously for years there isn't the men's team anymore but now they're focusing on the lady grand batch and you know it, it's showing in their results you know they're attracting the right players again the right combination of players they're polish players as well by the way were very very strong a handful of them so yeah perfect combination yeah, I mean, I'm looking at a picture here on the beachsoccer.com website and of Lady Grembach, and in that picture is Adrielli and Barbara Colladetti. So you're not going to go wrong with those yeah. two. They were so, so good in neon, weren't yeah. they? So good. Yeah, really good to watch. Especially, I was watching them with a bit of a different eye. So when we were, when I was in Cagliari at the World Winners, you'd be watching, and I was really supporting them because I love the Grembach family. But then watching them in neon against England, I really didn't want them to be performing. But they, yeah, world class, especially well, both of them in particular. Adriel's got so many, so many silky skills, and and you know she can do things that are quite incredible. Barbara's this really calm head that just plays really sensible, excellent beach soccer. She's like just controls games. Yeah, I, I called it a quarterback actually when when they were playing exactly. commentary. She just yeah. stood at the back, and it was the ball came to her, and it was always released to somebody in a calm fashion looks like she's got so much time on the ball exactly and it stands out doesn't it like you know there's those players where you just think it seems like they've got so much time yeah (laughs) you know she never seems to panic she's always in control and yeah you put the show yeah they were absolutely fantastic and you can see why these club sides if they get the right couple of players in don't always have to be twins by the way they can really rise up the rankings (laughs) a final thing i want to speak to you about is the new uh, beach soccer training center which is open now on fifa Uh, angelo shrinzi giving us an insight into how he coaches now and i think this is such a good resource especially for i'm gonna say grassroots there's no grass like there's no boots mitch in beach soccer but yeah it's it's something that it's great you can go on have a look pick up a couple of drills maybe go out and coach a junior club side yeah brilliant it's so important for the sport and you know i was going to touch on it like third in the team rankings european champions like and i've been fortunate enough to train with switzerland a lot from my time over there like angelo he is mr beach soccer to me to a lot of people works incredibly hard and you can see from obviously what crystal are doing but also from what switzerland have done for forever (laughs) since i started 18 years ago they've been world class and they don't have a they're not they're a landlocked country so something something's being done very well over there and it was always quite obvious that angelo is very much at the head of that he's a very driven passionate winner which shows in the way they perform in the way the team train and what he expects from the guys so then for him to take that and build that relationship and take his expertise into the into the fifa side and to, to create that it's going to help the sport do so much because obviously then with the network and you've got people like Ramiro, Aaron went over to do a lot of the filming. Aaron Clark went over and he just couldn't speak highly enough of the facilities and you know the fact that now there's this this training program being created then that's going to help the sport play at a whole new level then you know it, it can only be a, a very very good thing. Yeah, it's a brilliant thing because it's, it, it brings convenience to the sport. So especially if you're a, a part-time coach, yeah. you've got a full-time job, you're getting after work, you, you need some ideas for drills or things like that, you can go on the resource and then go and do a, a great session for, for your team yeah. a little bit later on. So, yeah, it's a real step forward for beach soccer.
Massive, yeah, and that's it, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, as we know, beach soccer is very much, apart from top few percent, is a very much part-time sort of led sport in, in many respects, especially like at club level. So to be able to just tap into that online resource, get get the top drills from the very best, the very best coaches and the very best players that have ever played the sport, you know, you can't really go wrong. So it's great. Well, Mitch, it's been brilliant having you as co-host today. Thank, thank you so much for that. And we found out that life begins at 40 and you want to polish the boots of beach soccer players. Yes. Well, I just want to go to Bali. Thank you to Mitch for being our co-host this month. And if you want all your beach soccer information and results, then just go to the website at beachsoccer.com and search on the socials for beach soccer worldwide. See you next time. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.